Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project. We'll have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Lori Santos, assistant professor of psychology at Yale University. And Lori, what, what do you do? Uh, I am a professor of psychology at Yale. I study monkey minds. Monkey minds. That's a, that's a nice name. And, and you I want to say something about monkeys cheating? Uh, they're good at it? They're quite good at it, actually. Uh, in fact, surprisingly good. We thought they were bad for a while, but then we figured out that, contrary to what we thought, they're actually better than us sometimes at it. Better than us cheating? Better than us. Well, they can out-compete us pretty okay. well. So, so what did you do? What we first did was just realize that they were good at this. And the way we realized this was that um, while we were down at our field site, we constantly had the unfortunate experience of monkeys stealing from us. Um, what's, what's a field site? Uh, this is in Cayo Santiago, which is an island of rhesus monkeys off the coast of Puerto Rico. Okay, so th- they just run wild there. Yep, they run wild. And we, and we try to set up to do studies with them. Usually the studies involve little stages and little piles of fruit and so on. And we constantly had this experience of looking up and realizing that the, our fruit was gone. And then we'd see a monkey running off into the hills with the fruit. And they would just come and take the fruit, basically. And, yeah, but they were good at it, right? So they only did it when we weren't paying attention. Okay, now, so in some sense what you're saying is that they knew when you were paying attention and when you're not paying attention. Yeah, they knew what we could see, what we could hear, and what we knew about. And this was shocking because psychologists didn't think that monkeys had the ability to do this. How, how do you call this ability? This is called the theory of mind. What, what does it mean, theory of mind? It means that rather than think about people's actions in terms of just outward stuff like behaviors and so on, we like have a theory of the fact that people think about things. We, we act like we know what's going on inside their heads, even though we can never directly observe that. So, so if I'm a monkey, I'm thinking, oh, that person is looking in this direction, and this is what they're thinking, and this is what they're observing. Exactly, and this is what they know, and this is what they believe, and so on. I see. So, so, so this is also very helpful in cheating. So you're saying the monkeys have enough theory of mind to cheat. Exactly. And in, in one study, they did this amazing thing where we sort of set them up to be able to uh, out-cheat us, where we, uh, we put some food in these little transparent containers, but one of the containers uh, was very loud, so it was covered in jingle bells, so it would make lots of noise if the monkeys tried to take it. And another one was exactly the same, except the jingle bells had no balls inside, so it was totally silent. And all the monkeys see was us putting food in these things, and then we turn around. And what we find is the monkeys steal from the silent one. They avoid the loud one. And how do they know? We don't know. I mean, so this is the big question, right? They must have heard what it sounded like to them and inferred, even on the basis of no information, about something about what it would sound like to us. Wow. Now, do you think that the monkeys can tell a difference in humans and monkeys and have a different theory of mind for, for entities that are human versus entities that are monkeys? It's a good question. So far, it doesn't seem like it, at least for some of the stuff we've been doing. But, I mean, for sure, they use their theory of mind more with other monkeys. You know, mm-hmm. They don't have to hide their mating from us or this sort of thing, but they do have to hide it from other dominant monkeys and so on. So what, what kind of behaviors are, are it's useful for, for having theory of mind? It's pretty good if you're a subordinate monkey and you want to worry about what other guys know about and what they perceive and making sure that you're not getting detected. So it, it seems like over evolutionary time, it might have been really good for the evolution of deception and, and actually cheating others, knowing what others know and don't know. Mm-hmm. So, so theory of mind is good for cheating. Anything else that it's good for? Uh, I mean, it's also good for in humans. We use it for all kinds of things, right? I mean, every great work of literature involves some theory of mind, right? Romeo didn't know that Juliet didn't know and all this stuff. 
Um, I mean, the monkeys don't really use it for that, but ultimately, perhaps from deception came, you know, these abilities that we use for these grandiose things. I see. Really? So you think that deception was actually the foundation of actually the development of all of culture and art and all of those things? Well, perhaps. I mean, so monkeys don't have any of that stuff, but they use these ref- these uh, these abilities a lot for deceiving others. So perhaps so. That's a very comforting thought. So you, you're basically saying Madoff and the scandal in the stock market could actually lead to a new level of heights of uh, culture at some point. It's it's saying <laughs> that if you want a species who has is as cultured as ours, you got to take the Madoffs as well. <laughs> I see. Well, that's, that's very nice. A very positive, uh, yeah, inspirational. It's a good view. <laughs> yeah. a good view. <laughs> Thank you very much. Excellent. See you soon. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, Professor of Behavioral Economics at Duke University. Learn more at Predictably Irrational dot com.